0: מרגישים קיץ באוויר. מרגישים קיץ באוויר. כבר 20 שנה. מרגישים קיץ באוויר. כל רמה. כל רמה. 102 מרגישים קיץ באוויר. שידור ישיר ממחנה רמה בבירטשרס. אנחנו. כל רמה. 102.3 FM.
1: Hi, this is Rabbi Guy from the Fort Tryon Jewish Center, guest teaching at Kol Rama with this crew from B-side Bechira. You want to say your names?
2: I'm Mazali, I'm in Solalim.
1: I'm Adam,
3: I'm in Solalim.
2: Hola, mi amigos, I'm Noah Solalim. Uh, I'm Blake, I'm in Solalim.
1: All right, and so we've been talking about Jews and punk rock. Jews in punk, punky Jews, Jewy punk. Uh, punked up Jewish music and all those things and trying to figure out how do Jews get attracted to it, how has punk been a way for Jews to explore their Jewish identity and do Judaism Uh, we started with this one text from Psalms that was sing to God a new song with songs of God in their throats and a two edged sword in their hands to make revenge upon the peoples and to protest against the nations to bind their kings in shackles and their nobles in iron chains. And I remember, Mazalit, when you saw this, you were like, this is so dark. Do you remember why you thought that?
4: Um, Some of the things that they say are very violent and vengeful, which to me seems very punk.
1: So punk is maybe violent and vengeful. What else do we know so far? What do we think about what is punk to you guys over there? What does it mean to What makes it something punk?
2: Uh, Honestly, I feel like it's kind of just a way to like where people can express themselves like completely freely.
1: Speaking freely, yeah. I agree with that. Okay, Adam, what do you think punk means? I think it's
3: very nice. Very nice. And and I think it's like very like people are angry when they like make it, I guess
1: yeah there's definitely some anger involved and also some pride some defiance so let's hear the first song this is from one of the earliest punk bands in new york city all jews i think except for one in the band we saw their incredible uh jewish curly hair the dictators with their song next big thing So next big thing, it knocked him dead in Dallas. They didn't know we were Jews, and he says at the beginning, I used to shiver in the wings till I found my tongue. So what do you think about the dictators and their being Jewish? Are they, like, proud of it? Are they showing it, or are they hiding it?
2: Uh, I think that they're definitely really proud about it, and they're kind of like, I don't know how to say it, but kind of like showing it off and really stating it, and like they're not afraid, and they really want, like I guess, like, I don't know like they necessarily want it, but like, they're not like, trying to hide it or anything, that they're Jews.
1: Yeah, but how come the people in Dallas didn't know we were Jews?
2: I, mm, maybe this is just a, just a
4: guess. But was it because the people in Dallas didn't like Jews? Question mark?
1: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they didn't mm. recognize the, the, the hair. The big curly hair. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, a, it's, it's not clear, because they don't usually make a big deal, the dictators, about being Jewish. But why would a bunch of Jews from New York City, 30 years after the end of the Holocaust, call their band The Dictators? Um,
2: Maybe because they were like, making a joke, and they were like, yeah, let's make our band The Dictators. I
4: think it's supposed to be like ironic, because throughout history, Jews have never been The Dictators, they've been The Dictated, so now, these are the dictators and they're making jokes about it um
1: yeah it might be a way to make light of it or reclaim it let's hear another related um on one of the most famous early punk bands the ramones from forest hills queens two of whom joey and tommy ramone um are jewish joey ramone's real name jeffrey hyman and this is a song called blitzkrieg bop So, blitzkrieg bop, remember, wha- what is a blitzkrieg?
4: It's like um, a way of attack. It's a very fast, like, surprising attack yeah, that lightning the strike. Nazis used.
1: Exactly, lightning strike. It was attributed to the way the German army functioned in World War II. So again, like, these Jewish guys from New York City are... These Jewish guys from New York City are talking about the blitzkrieg bop and all the kids are doing it and it's a fun dance craze sweeping the nation what do you think about that is it weird is it weird is it a a cool thing for
3: how would they know about that like was it like taught in schools after
1: well in some ways I think growing up in the 70s people were always talking about world war 2 and how hard it was and how great it was and how heroic everyone was
4: I think that it's slightly insensitive I don't know, I just like <coughs> it's like a new little fun little dance, but it's also like how a bunch of people died, so yeah, I don't know.
1: it's a hard topic, right and but here these these kids are, they're teenagers basically, and they are maybe sick and tired of hearing their parents talk about how great their generation was <laughs> All right, and that's something that a theme that we had a lot of punk is being related to a sense of feeling alienated, and like you don't belong in the culture around you, and it doesn't make sense to you, and you don't agree with its values. And so here's another classic, Richard Hell and the Voidoids. Richard Hell, AKA Richard Myers, another Jew who didn't really claim his Jewish identity, but spoke a lot about what it meant to not fit in. This song is Blank Generation. I
0: belong to the Blank Generation.
1: mean to be what does it mean to be part of the blank generation?
2: Uh, I think kinda like um just like there's nothing kinda defining it or anything. So you can kinda just make it your own.
4: I don't know. I'm trying to think about what he means. Maybe he's like everyone's the same in this generation and he's not. Oh
1: that's interesting. I don't like like know. The way he fits in is the way he doesn't fit in is that he's Yeah.
4: <laughs> he's not blank like everyone else oh, I not know. Everyone else is
1: blank but I'm, a, I'm an individual. I'm a real person That's interesting Love it. And so here's a, an, a later example. This is 20 years later but the theme is still constant Slater Kinney, one of the great bands to come out of the Riot Girl feminist <laughs> punk rock music uh, movement and two out of three of them were Jewish, are Jewish, Carrie Brownstein and Janet Weiss Um, Another band that doesn't make a big deal about being Jewish, but then you get a song like this, God is a Number, and this search for meaning against the backdrop of a technological society. Let's hear God is a Number. So, God is a number, what does it mean against if the backdrop of this technological internet society that we live in to say God is a number? Yeah, it's not so clear, right?
4: Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely struggling.
1: struggling. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. We're struggling too because they're struggling. It's hard to find meaning. I think part of what the psalm means is, I don't know, I don't know where God is, I don't know how to find meaning in... Um, This society where everything is just internet and phones and computers and machines. Everything is boiled down to numbers. So where is God and who am I? Maybe God is a number. So we've heard a few songs about where Jews are playing punk and they're kind of struggling to find identity and find meaning. Not really talking a lot about being Jewish. Now we're going to shift gears to Jews using punk as a vehicle really to talk about their Jewish identity in much more explicit ways. So Here's the band Moshiach Oi with their song Avraham was a punk rocker, which is based on a midrash from Thank Breshi Rabbah. Do you guys remember, someone want to try summarizing the story about Avraham as a teenager?
4: Basically, um, his father worked at an idol store, like he yeah. sold idols. Mm-hmm. And Avraham, there was like a whole thing where these people were coming in and like they were asking for things and there was this one lady who was like can you offer this to the idol <coughs> and he smashed the idol yeah and then his father came in and was like what did you do and Avraham was like oh well the lady told me to feed the idol and then he was like well idols can't eat and then
1: Right, and he, he said, like, and the big idol smashed all the little idols. Yeah,
4: and he made up this whole thing, and then his dad was like, what did he say? He was like, can your ears hear what your mouth said, or something like right. that.
1: Right, idols aren't alive, they don't have consciousness, they don't do anything, and yeah. so Avraham was the idol smasher, and according to Moshiach Oi, that makes Avraham a punk rocker. Let's hear this next song. so what makes what makes avraham a punk rocker?
4: um I think he's saying that because like avraham was the first one to like really defy his parents or like defy he was being defiant, and he like did some out of line things that were not considered like respectful or nice
1: mm-hmm.
4: but like
1: but he thought it was right he
4: thought it was right, and so he like followed his own morals and did what he thought was right
1: yeah and and he was defying not only his father but also yeah like everyone the whole culture around him everyone believed this thing to be true and he's like no way and here's an, another good example of jews using punk in a jewish way um this is the groggers a short-lived band from about 10 12 years ago uh with their song get which is about um telling this Jewish man that he needs to give his wife a get, a Jewish divorce document, because she don't love you no more.
3: What did I tell you, honey? We'll go play with your toy over there. I'm not playing. I'm uh, uh, okay, can you please take him already? I need to use- doesn't
4: matter.
0: Kids think you're a joke And your lawyer won't return your calls Because he knows you're broke You gotta get, 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 get Give her a get You gotta get, 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 get Give her a get You gotta get, 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 get Give her a get Cause she don't love you no more Don't you wish that things were better you could have what you once had Well you should have thought about it Before you treated her so bad And there's nothing more that you can do Your claims have been denied Well if you knew good for you? You got to get, get, get. get, When did the magic die? When did things get so bleak?
1: So what makes what makes punk a good choice of a kind of music for a song about Telling this guy that he needs to respect his wife by um, letting her go.
3: Uh, I think because it's, like, kind of loud, and, like, it's in your face, and it's, like, really, it's not asking you, it's kind of, like, telling you.
1: Because it's loud and in your face, and what?
3: It's not asking you, it's kind of, like, telling you.
1: Oh, it's it's a strong message. Spatula. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I agree, like, strong message, like, just, like, listen, and
1: all right so keeping it moving um we had another great text that i love from Pirkei vote um where ben azai used to say do not devalue any person and do not discriminate against anything for there's no person that does not have their moment and there is no thing that does not have its place and this is a real statement about um you know, for all the disrespect that is sometimes part of punk rock, a disrespect for <coughs> norms and for culture that's, that seems unfair or, or boring, um, punk also can have a deep respect for being yourself. first rule of punk, be yourself. Everyone is going to have their moment. Everything has a purpose at a certain time and place. Um, and being yourself is something that we've seen Jews do with punk rock such as, by including by making Jewish music, more punk. So here's Golem with their song 740, which is a, based on a Jewish, uh, a, a Jewish genre of music called klezmer, but they really punk it up for this song about being free to daven. And now I want to play a couple things that got a really big reaction out of you all the first time oh we heard it. God. Oh, my God. what? No, no. what? No. what? No. what?
3: No. Yeah,
1: let's hear it. This is some mm, really punked mm, up Jewish mm. music. Dini Gunim Lecha Dodi. Nossa. Só. <risos> e <Ele> vem, ó. <risos> That's Yidkor, an Australian Jewish punk band with their version of Ma'oz Tzur. Before that, Dinigunim's Lecha Dodi. What do you guys think of that?
4: I think it was definitely interesting. I would love to do a tefillah
2: like that. Uh, I feel like it was kind of made more to be funny, because it is kind of funny, just like having the songs like that. Uh, yeah, definitely just uh, like kind of like as a joke and also just to be funny and be fun, because normally those songs are more like i un- not necessarily serious, but, but they're not trying to get a laugh at you or anything.
1: Doesn't it like it's funny and but not trying to get a laugh? That's uh, interesting. I, I think that's a question that we had when we first heard these songs. Are they enjoying it? Are they making fun of it? Or is this a way of just revitalizing Jewish music and showing that um, doing Judaism doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't always have to be full of reverence and um, you know like lots of quiet respect for everything but you could really be yourself and do it your way that's part of the punk message here
4: I think they're like being Jewish in their own way
1: yeah putting their personalities into it and that's a great punk message Um, (coughs) so to take us out and wrap us up um, here's just one last thing which is our last text was from the Talmud and it had this idea about protest. That punk is protest music. As we are taught by our rabbis, anyone who's not, anyone who is able to protest the conduct of the members of their household or of the people of their city or of the entire world but does not protest is complicit with their household, with their city, with the entire world. And a lot of punk is driven, as we said at the beginning, by Anger at injustice, anger at boredom, anger at the way things are, and by a desire to protest. But also, I think we've also learned and and seeing as as we saw Jews begin to have more fun with punk rock, even all the way back to the dictators, that it can be done from a place of love. And not only out of anger about what we're protesting, but with a vision of the better world, the repaired world that we want to see happen. And this, to take us out, is a beautiful song by a a band called the Shandas, uh, which means the disgraces in Yiddish. Um, And their song, True North, is about taking stock of everything that we've lost, but not just protesting it, but out of our grief for what we love, finding a direction towards something better that they call True North. And the message that they have is, when we say next year in Jerusalem, What we mean is, every day is revolution. if we're ever going to get to Jerusalem in the s- metaphorical way um, in that repaired way of the future we're going to have to make every day a small revolution so I want to bless all of you and thank you and bless you with the ability to be who you are be the Jew who you want to be be the Jew who you gotta be Badgable. so thanks Mazali and Blake and Noah and Adam and our producer Amy Erlanger thank
4: you, thank you so much for coming
2: thank I've you. learned a lot Gracias. <laughs> Thank you. Adios. And,
4: and this has been Radio Korama.
3: Korama. Magashin. Kites. Bavil.